What are we even talking about? The podcast where we skip the small talk and explore faith, random thoughts and spirituality in the context of this thing called life. We're Malenga and Lindy and thank you for joining the conversation. Hello. Hey. Okay, so this week we're talking about family of origin Mm. and culture. Mm-hmm. So basically, what kind of cultures we've been brought up in? What things do we value from our upbringing, and the kind of things that we want to take forward into our new families, whatever that may look like, it might not be mm-hmm. your traditional family, but you know, those kind of things. I feel like that's a that's a whole other podcast. <laughs> Probably, Probably. Mm-hmm. but um, yeah. Okay, family of origin. I feel like this was this was like again. This is one of yours. I feel like it's for your areas of expertise. Um, So what do you, why did you, so yeah. I I wouldn't say it's an area of expertise, but it's things that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. Um, Just comes from my like kind of um, psychology kind of readings and things like that. But yeah. So what is family of origin? Like for people who just never have heard that before. Um, It's a family that you grew up in. So like your siblings and your parents and the kind of culture that you were brought up in from when you were young. Um, but then say you didn't have siblings or parents, you were, you know, brought up in like the care system. What um, was your family of origin? I guess it would be, it, it could be just the environment that you grew up in, you okay. know, the people that were around you. So the guardians or whoever was looking up to you, you who was looking after you and the kind of things that you saw. Because the thing that's so interesting about family of origin and why I'm so interested in it is that it affects like it affects you as a person and how you make decisions, how you deal with certain situations, like even going to what kind of work ethic you have, how you deal with conflict, how you perceive relationships, what does love mean to you? Like that all you will learn that you all learn those um, concepts as you grow up mm-hmm. from when you're young because you see that you know through the way that your parents treat each other or your guardians whoever's looking after you um you see that as a child growing up and that's how you interpret the world I guess Mm -hmm. so you see through that lens um you just condition that way from upbringing you know and your parents or whoever are also conditioned through their own family of origin you know it's like a cycle so it's interesting and I think you you become more aware of it as you grow older. You're like, okay, this is how I see it. Because you, obviously you interact with different people and you realise that other people see the world differently. You're thinking, why? And it's like, oh, maybe because they were brought up this certain way. That's why they think a different way from you, etc. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting because you're saying, like, um, what I picked up is is that you learn from those people who you're around when you're you know when you're growing up you learn how to like interpret the world they literally like give you this this yeah it's like a way of seeing the world it's really it's really weird isn't it and then and then based on that like that's literally what you see like so that even if it's not that that's what Mm. you see so I mean what was looking at the bad but then look at the good for example (laughs) like if you're in a house where you know like your parents or your guardians they they like they always make you see the nice things. They never, they never, you know, they never let you see that, you know, 
people might not have your best interests at heart. That it's like everything is just lovely, like all the time. Everything's yeah. lovely. you're great. Your parents are telling you you're great all the time, and for you, <laughs> that's good in the sense of confidence. But then there comes a time when you step out into the world, if someone yeah. tells you you're not great or something is like, you know, you're, you're not the best. It's mm. a bit like, whoa, like you have to like, I don't know, like re, re-examine it. But I still think it's a good thing because I say that example because someone, I heard a podcast where someone was talking about that. They had to learn that as an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some people are just not positive because they just assumed everything was positive and great because that was their background, which is yeah, great. Yeah, that was their lens through, yeah, that was through their which lens. they saw the world. Yeah. yeah, but I still think it's good because you still... I'd rather have that and then have a bit of like, you know, seeing... On top of that self-assuredness of myself, learn to realise that actually, you know, there's a... Like, do you know what I mean? You have another way. You have another way of looking at it rather than if you've been brought up with like a negative self-belief. yeah. And then having to learn to see the good. I don't know. I think that's a bit harder. I mean, I think there's pros and cons to both. Because um, I would say, like, me personally, I think I have more of a realistic, although that may be perceived by others as maybe pessimistic or whatever, but I would say it's more realistic view of the world and of people. But <laughs> I, I think that it comes from both nurture and nature yeah Um, because there's both there's also those aspects because obviously you do have things that come from how you've been brought up um but then you also have your own character your own disposition about certain things isn't it yeah so I I don't know if like being more optimistic is better um it can seem that way but sometimes some people who are brought up that way and are optimistic are a bit naive as well so Mm. there's a bit of I don't know. You have to have a balance of either one, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think with me, I was thinking about it, not not necessarily naive, because I think there is naivety in it. Mm. Like naivety can be a thing that you have. Yeah. You're naive because you've been sheltered. But I think that sometimes it's not so much sheltering. Sometimes you just have those, oh, I'm talking about core fundamental beliefs that you are just, do you know what I mean? Those subconscious beliefs, yes. Okay. That you, okay. Yeah, that you form you form mm, mm-hmm. and you keep you keep making them as you go on but I'm just saying that it's better to have these positive subconscious beliefs rather than have a negative one so for example for my parents have always told me oh you're so smart you're so smart you know yeah. that's my subconscious belief I might really not be the smartest but then I just believe that I am clever so then I try a bit more I'm, I'm guessing or I believe yeah. I mean I give myself the chance to I, I believe that I am smart so therefore mm. I actually go into it with that positive mindset where someone who's been told oh you're not that smart you know no one's smart in this family even if they're actually smart they'll just be like oh I'm not that smart and I've seen kids do that in class I've seen a kid do that where they're just like I'm not I'm not really that smart but and then I can see that you're actually Uh... smarter than you think you are but you clearly just heard that you're not smart and you've believed it and now you're not really you're not really putting any effort into it even if you know the answer you just can't see it oh I see what you mean Yeah. yeah that's not great that's mm. so that's the subconscious beliefs that I really find interesting that your family or whoever you're you you grow up around mm. they're just in you aren't because they're subconscious they're like little they're like a what well, I'm thinking of like a like because they reinforce those beliefs isn't it because they're yeah. the ones that you listen to when you're young like of course that you listen to your parents you know they're like they your point of at that point yeah yeah and they're your programming as well like if you are. I think I heard some sort of um, analogy of like hardware, software, like they're like the software that's been put in your brain, the information they give you is the software and then you start acting those things out. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's so true. And I think that's why like family of origin is so important because it makes up who you are. Like, especially when you're young, like that's when your character is being built and all that. And I still do believe there is an aspect of um, your nature, who you are um, in initially anyway. Mm. But I think nurture does play a big part of that in the beginning, um, especially when you're young. So because obviously you don't know any better. You're just like a sponge, as they say, when you're a baby, you're just taking all that in. So it is literally, like you said, it's software that you're taking. But yeah, mm. I don't know, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, so s- some of the things that we wanted to talk about um, was like, what, how was our upbringing? And what are the things that you would take forward to like you, whatever family you create in the future or currently, what are the things that you value about your upbringing? It's a question for you. <laughs> okay, so what's the question? So what are the things that you value um, in from your upbringing that you'd bring into your new family or as a parent or whatever that, whatever the, your new family looks like as an adult? Um, okay. So something that I value from family. So mm-hmm. it has to be a positive. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just, uh, not that I can think of a negative right now, right now. I mean, I, I could. So something positive. No, I can definitely think of a negative because I was actually thinking about this the other day. Yesterday. Oh, really? Um, but I will start. I will start with the negative because you know, and then bring it up, you know, into sunshine. Um, I think the, the thing that I would, I think that in our in our family, we have this thing of um, kind of like some things are like you know kept for like the adults or like say like parents, like mom and dad would know certain things that we don't mm. know. I think that uh, has a place. Yeah, it has yeah. A place. Um, but sometimes I, you know, I kind of thought that it was, it's part of the African, so some African as in Zambian, mm. I say Zambian, um, cause I can't speak for all of Africa, but like so part of the Zambian tradition, but yeah, Africa in the sense of, you know, um, things are, things are like, yeah, there's a sacred aspect to some things, but then there's mm. a kind of like respect, um, aspect, which basically these, these beliefs, um, make it so that okay you know children yeah even just children but yeah sometimes it's children don't know certain things you know Mm. that's just the way it is and we adults we don't talk about we don't talk about to the children but sometimes it's not even that it's even between the adults and between wife and husband you don't really Mm. talk about certain things um it's not really common to have you know maybe these are older traditional beliefs i'm not sure how it is now the state of things now but it's not really commonplace for like the wife to talk about the like their period or their menstrual cycle to the husband it's not something that you you say you will you wouldn't really talk about that with your husband yeah because it's like not it's not what you do you don't even have mm. to talk about it and then um yeah so things like that so it's that also it's that sense of secretness and the kind of like mm. privacy that leads into secretness that I kind of thought like okay this is the African tradition but at the same time I I think as I'm growing up I think that it's something that maybe our parents have brought from their own um upbringing yeah yeah definitely. into the into this into our family and it's mm. something where there is as there is that still that sense of secretness of some certain things or just in general um mm. And privacy to the point where, like, as much as I say that we have a good relationship and have a good relationship with mom and dad mm. and the siblings, it's just that I don't, I'm not sure going forward, like, whether or even from our past, some information that has not, like, we just don't know about it 
Do you know what I mean? Mm. We just don't know. Mm. Like, I know for sure that there's some certain things that we just don't know about. But, like, I'm cool with that because I, I do trust them, but there's still that kind of, like... What there's that, there's that culture of... Mm. I don't know about it, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean as in that feeling of just, like, wondering what is it that... What are the things that you don't know, I think? I guess it's just being aware if you're if you're talking to someone and then sometimes i say if i'm talking to mum or dad and then there's just some some it doesn't happen it definitely doesn't happen like all the time but say there was a topic and then mm. it's kind of like there's only so far that you will go with it so it's like okay fine cool you know yeah um yeah. but yeah, i get what you mean but um what was i talking about yeah there's that sort of culture or habit of um mm. some mm. things you know not not hidden or not talked about we don't talk about it so yeah. that's one thing that I think that I say, but I'd have to work at it because I don't know because I'm not, I don't have my family yet. And so when you have a sub, when you have those patterns um, inside your mind, I don't even know how that will play out, play out, you know? Yeah. I yeah. actually feel for people who, when you get into certain situations, like you have a child or you have a long-term partner, or you have a partner you really, really care about, suddenly, or, I think this happens even in marriage, whatever, new circumstance. And then you, you've you always told yourself that I would always do this. I will always do that. I'll never do that. <laughs> like, you know, until you actually, sometimes it plays out or you're, yeah. you become aware of it. Basically, you just have to become aware of it and also how it manifests. But I would say that I I would want to be, to put a more, uh, you know, a positive that spin on it is that I would want to be, and I think it's a, this is not just because of, the fact that I think that our family, our family can keep things, um, cannot talk about, sometimes doesn't talk about things or keep things hidden. I think this is just a, I think this is a big one for, for people in general, but to be transparent, um, Mm -hmm. as it's like appropriate, I think, because if I'm talking about like, I, you know, even with my kids and say, we're talking about, oh, having the sex talk with my kids and I want my kids Mm -hmm. to know about sex and to be comfortable with sex and be talking about, about it. I still would want to do that properly. I I still feel like there's my character. I think this is, I say it's character, but maybe it's traditions as well from African traditions. I still do believe that there's a place for doing things for like, for doing things properly. And I feel like a child at a certain age doesn't need to know certain things because they're not mature enough to know that at that point. Mm. Mm-hmm, that's just mm-hmm. me coming based on how we've been brought up as well yeah i would definitely 100 percent love to be transparent and to have that culture of of just transparency and i think that's very hard because we find it hard like you were talking about yourself hard to be honest to ourselves hard to be transparent to someone else it's a constant struggle i think in a, well you tell me in a relationship to be always transparent with someone like you constantly have to yeah. do it you, you yeah. know you just sit there and go i am tra- we are 100 transparent <laughs> like you and you and your partner are pretty open people i would say yeah. each other, but still you find it a struggle mm. so i say that with the best intentions <laughs> and i would hope i think that's one thing that i would pray that i would have like that ability to be transparent have that nurture that culture in yeah. our family yeah yeah no I, I would definitely say i agree with that one and the thing about it, there is a place to obviously where, you know, the adults know something that the kids maybe don't need to know, yeah. or, you know, but then at the same time, I feel like there's a line where it kind of complicates communication because communication is not as open and fluid. Because um, obviously, even if we as the kids, there's things that we don't know, we can sense when there's things that you don't really know, things are kind of skipped over or whatever. And so it doesn't leave lines of communication open. You know what I mean? It doesn't make it easier to communicate with that person. And 
sometimes it's just unnecessary. It's yeah. like, <laughs> honestly, yeah. sometimes it's just like, why are we being silent about this? Why can't we communicate that to them? Is it just because he's male or whatever? It's like, mm. but why? Or Where is... Like- I don't know if you are talking about that, but are you talking about periods? Yeah, as an example, because you brought it up. I'm just like, but what is the reasoning? Is it just because he's a male and he doesn't know what it's about? But but it doesn't mean that he just shouldn't know what it's about. Let's say, because I was, this might be a bit morbid, but I was thinking about examples where like, I don't know, something happens to the (laughs) mum. Something happens to a mum or something. And then the dad has to bring up a a daughter or something Mm. he needs to know about it but then some might say oh there'll be other women there there'll be elders or whatever but not all the time like do you know what i mean for example our family is over here on the other side of the world we don't have extended family so that's a possibility that could happen do you know what i mean so it's kind of like the the reason for why it is kept secret doesn't even make sense that there's no there's no real reason for why it should be a secret why it should be hush hush um and I think it is just a habit like you said as well because you know there is times when we have conversations with mom or something and she just used to like closing the doors and no one else can hear and it's just like we're just having a conversation about a guy or something I don't know it's like why (laughs) why does (laughs) why can't it just be open with everyone um and I've had to make a conscious effort in myself to be like oh okay I want to be transparent so I've had to go be extra sometimes because I want to break that and to be honest, like you said, you're not in a, uh, your new family now, so you don't know how that's going to yeah. play out. And most times, even if you tell yourself, okay, I don't, I've seen this in yeah. mum and dad, I don't want to be like that in, like in my new family. You go into a relationship and it's just like unconscious because you've been conditioned like that since you were young and you just seeing it play out and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm just like my mum. I'm just like, and you're just like, oh my gosh. So it, it is really hard to break those patterns um, because of, you know, the, what do you call it um family generational i don't want to say curses even though that's what they call it i mean but generational. <laughs> i mean there's that's the, the, the that's the like ooh side of it but just like literally like scientifically looking at it someone's been it's a pattern in your brain yeah yeah literally it's what you've seen you've been yeah. conditioned it is like mean, conditioned you can it's not like you can't break it you can break it by doing like you know meditation i guess and it doesn't have to be meditation mm-hmm. but removing those subconscious beliefs yeah, um, yeah. So it just takes practice. Work. Yeah, it just takes work to break it. Mm. Um, but it can be really hard because some of them are hardwired. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it is just it, obviously, like you said, it's first being aware of what that thing is that you're like, okay, I don't want yeah. to be like this, and the reason why is because whatever, whatever, and then just mm. doing the work to practice, be aware of it when it's playing out, and then stopping mm. yourself and creating new pra- patterns in your brain, literally. Um. Yeah. Maybe it can start now, to be honest. I just had a thought, like, you know, it doesn't have to start in your new family. Like, whatever you would like to see, it means stepping mm. out of those things. So even now in my communication with mom and dad and my communication with you, you guys, but it's hard as heck because I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> and I just remembered something. And I'm like, bruh. As w- it's weird because, you know, as a family, yeah, it's like any little community. Like, it's a little community where, like, it's weird. It's like there's yeah. things that I just not said but it's cool, but we're cool, but we're good, we're good, <laughs> but we just don't, it might be kind of like, I know this, but, you know, if I bring it, it's almost like, do you know what it is, it's kind of like I was going to say, like, it's a thing where, I don't know if the per. sometimes you want to be open with someone, but you don't yeah. know whether they're ready to be open, and it's almost like a violation towards them when you're forcing them to be open about something, do you know what I mean? No, yeah, that's true, that's There's true. There's that aspect to it where I'm just like, unless you're ready to talk about it, why am I going to 
you know, basically like open this private, it's like an invasion of privacy in a way. And I feel it like that's yeah. side with our family in a way, like we're good at um, like respecting privacy in the sense of kind of like, I remember when it's like with, with letters, I don't know if we do this, but it still, it, get, it gets to me because I, I, I uphold it. Mm. it was like with letters, I know mum's always done this thing where it's like, since we were young or ever old enough to receive a letter, as long as it has your name on it, like she's not opening it. Like no one's opening yeah. the letter, like it's <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's such a small just, thing, but if the school gave you detention or said some bad things, they accidentally put your name on it. Like, yeah, mom, dad, mom definitely was not opening that letter. Was not opening it. Yeah. And so it's really weird to like say if I went to a household, say I was in a, in a house, or I was in a house with someone, mm. um, and they were opening my letter, like it would just be like, whoa, like what are you doing? And that's coming from my family of origin because we don't do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, you yeah. just literally like is that like crazy? Do you know what I mean? Even now I'm thinking, <laughs> oh my goodness. Do you know what I mean? But um, it's weird. Yeah, see how that's playing out, which is a good thing. I think it's a good thing, but it's it's when you... I think it's a good thing because it's like you're yeah. giving the person privacy. You're not just, you know, there's boundaries. Yeah. I feel like that that's a good thing. But that's what I'm it, saying. Like in that upholding of, of in, you know, in some houses, kind of like, nah, man, if we want to open the letter, probably it's just like, it's not really a big deal. We'll just open yeah. the letter. Yeah. Whereas like, and that's probably an expression of, that's the bad side of it, but it's probably an expression of how everything's open, out in the mm. open all the time. Whereas yeah. it's like, because we, we, we value everyone's privacy, things, it gets to the point where, all right, we don't want to like, you know, invade your privacy now. We don't want to yeah. invade it. Yeah. In times when it could, you know, it could be, because it, it's good to be open because it's good because sometimes it, things just lead on one thing to another. Because like, if you didn't talk mm. to us about this, might talk, not talk to us about something else later on where we can help you yeah that. yeah that's so, true and then you cannot know what's going on in someone's life because you're exactly. you're, you're um you're respecting their privacy yeah when even well whereas sometimes you might need to know you might need to know what's going on and it's funny because yeah go on but but in that there's also obviously has to be respect of boundaries you know boundaries yeah. are healthy but yeah i don't know it's just a balance isn't it it's just having a balance of those things I feel like it's that thing where, like, I was going to say, like, what's the purpose of, like, actually be, be like, you know, having the communication and sharing things mm. is, like, in the Bible where it says, you know, like, you confess your sins to one another that you may be healed. That's what we mm. talk about. Like, it's good, actually, to have counselling and it's good to have that confession that they have in, like, the yeah. Catholic Church, for example. Because there's something in, there's a healing. It's like a releasing, if you want to go into the spiritual plane mm, it's like mm. energy right you release the energy and you're it's like not instead of being, being trapped it's released and yeah. you know that thing whatever it's holding you that secret it no longer has power anymore once you tell someone so it's yeah like, exactly there is something like healing and there's a kind of redemption i feel in being open mm-hmm, so i mm-hmm. definitely think that that's why but it's such a huge it's it's courage it's courageous to be open and honest yeah Um, it's true and I feel like what you said that's the whole point of having community and the first community you grow up in is family family. like that you know so Mm. those are the things that our community is there for and if you don't really have that you know it's I don't know you just don't you're not that close to that community that you have Mm. you know it's easy to kind of just be leading your own life within that community or you're kind of on your own but you can be close as in you're a part of it like you know you you can be part of a community but it's like I guess there's different aspects that you show, you know, when you're in a part I of think it's, part I think it's, I think what I'm more talking about is intimacy. Because mm. you brought up a community, but there's a le- levels of commu- intimacy that you can have mm. within that community. Mm. So I think, you know, the if you're not that close and open with someone, there's a lot of intimacy, you know. 
So, yeah. I mean, that's what happens, even yeah. just between two people. Does, does that count as a community? Like, do people kind of. Yeah, of course. Community is more than one person, I would say. <laughs> I was going to say that like, that's just facts for two people who are friends, relationship, and let's just say relationship, like romantic relationship. Mm. Um, I think this is what is lost sometimes when people put so much emphasis on sex or if. I mean, I don't know because I don't do as much listening as you do to this kind of topics, but maybe some people <laughs> are having problems with sex. It's like, it all comes down to not even the act, but like yeah, no. the actual intimacy that you guys share. I feel like the sex is probably any good things mm-hmm. um, or any mm-hmm. bad things about some a, people, um, a couple's sex life is, the sex is just a, isn't it just like a, what's it called again? A manifestation of, you know, yeah. your communication yeah. and how yeah. it is. And so exactly. that intimacy, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's painful to be so open and everything, but it's like mm. the heart of it, isn't it really? When we're talking yeah. about really yeah. belonging and really like being part of, you know, mm. a community. Exactly. So yeah, I think that's, that's, that's the thing that I would like to bring forward into my family's communication and, mm. um, and something that I do really like. Um, about our family I was saying I was it's kind of a flip side isn't it it's both sides of the same coin it's like the privacy I love that I love the fact that that's not the top thing that I'd probably love I found to think about it <laughs> um, <laughs> but um also yeah there's two sides of the same coin I'm just trying to think of like the top, top it thing. is to be fair because I was thinking about 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 it as well because I was comparing like my upbringing to like A's upbringing and how like his parents are very much um more in his business and like even like my friend's family and how like even now even though she's older hers is a bit extreme you know her parents are very much in her business she wants to go out who you going out with all this kind of thing they want all the minute details whereas like with our parents they're very much like be independent go have your privacy you're grown up um and that's all good like it helps I think it's helped me like be the adult that I am now and have the independence I have now and the confidence even to be out in the world whereas I can see that with my friend and how she's been brought up she lacks that confidence just because they haven't let go of the reins you know they're still like you know and I'm like but they're not always going to be there they need to let you kind of go and have your life and be independent um so I, I do value those things you know I love the fact, I think that my, my top one, maybe it's my top one, I'm not sure. Like, I love the fact that mum and dad, they never, I don't think they've never told us what to think. I don't think they've mm. ever told us what to think, never. Mm. Like, like never even to do with our, even something like, you know, even the, I was going to say even the positive. Even like religion. Even or... when it comes to race or religion, like mm. they've never told us, like, this is what it means to be this, or you should be this, or you should believe this. Like, there was yeah. none of that. And that might sound a bit, that might sound a bit like, oh my goodness, so how do you form values? But I think that the values, <laughs> the values were formed by like what they say and what they did, and I actually think that's how you learn more as a as a kid. I think that that's how yeah. values are embedded. Is more by what what how your parents are, what they did, mm-hmm. you know. But I I love the fact that they never told me what to think. I think I could have changed to be, um, to be you know like a belief that they've never heard of and yeah just be like okay like um, do you know what I mean like let's have a conversation about they wouldn't even say let's have a conversation about that they'll just you know ask you about certain things and it's not yeah, really that's true it just it just wouldn't be something it's that like you can be what you want in a mm, way do you mm. know what I mean I, I would never be questioned I don't I've never felt that 
you know yeah that's actually a really good one actually and I agree that's probably that would probably be my top one as well because only because like when you think about it like it allows you to be your own person because you you do have those parents who almost think that their their kids belong to them (laughs) and should be a copy of them like literally a replica but with mom and dad they've never really treated us as if we belong to them like that yeah like they've treated us like our own person yeah and so in that we've been able to form our own ideas our own beliefs about things and they're they're the type of person you can have a discussion about and they can tell you their opinions or whatever but they would never like enforce their opinions on you which is you know they'll always be like okay we're advising you you know how mom was always like this advice you know like it's never like this is which i have found annoying at times actually like you know sometimes (laughs) it's just like not because it's kind of like tell me what to do but i would have rebelled against it anyway but it's kind of like (laughs) just tell me what you really think don't just be like i'm advising you and then i walk off the cliff and they'd be like well we did advise you so like like, just tell me what to do even though I, I don't really tell them what to do. But yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> but there was nothing to oh like, they, do you know what? Because of that, there was nothing to re- to, to like rebel against. Which as a kid, you kind mm. of like, you kind mm. of want. And it's really annoyed me. To be fair, I say that. It's really annoyed me when it comes to dad and even when it comes to like, I'm just like, do you know what? I'm thinking like dad, right? <laughs> when it comes to, I've never brought anyone home that I'm like, dating or anything. Um, yeah. But I always thought. Oh like, God what wouldn't because he's so you know he's so accepting of people as they are and how when you're presenting yourself he's so relaxed right and so Mm. i just thought because he's not you know he's 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 not someone who's going to be like no i refuse but you never know you never know you we just haven't we haven't like tested you never know to be fair we haven't really yeah we haven't so um but but still he he leans towards being more warm he's more warm he wants to be warm more towards the warmness than being someone who's like he's the opposite of a shotgun dad who like sits there with a you know shotgun waiting for <laughs> your date to come home and i'd be more like that funny enough the literal, like, the literal opposite he's like the opposite of it it's like come in probably be like come in and it's kind of lonely because i'd be like well how are we supposed to how, he's supposed to be the, this was like a bit of my a younger self. I was like, he's supposed to be like the century, like the god. The guy should feel scared. Like this should weed out the ones who cannot withstand, yeah. you know, this. But you know, dad, there's no test. You know, some fathers they'll like give some like handshake test. Like, it'll be like some they'll crush the hand of like the date or something. Do you know what I mean? But with dad, like there's this, none of that. There's no test. The guy could be, you? Yeah, you know he doesn't have to do much. I think he just be like a decent human being. He doesn't have to quake at all. There's no, there's no. Fear. No, but um, to be fair, I think even though at first I was like, oh my gosh, like that's not even like bothered. But I think what I value is the fact that he trusts us enough mm, to so. make the right yes. decisions. Yeah. I think he says that a lot. Even when you're like, okay, what do you think? No, but are you sure? And he's just like, no, but never believe he, that. He asked you. He asked you to ask yourself, basically. <laughs> Like, what do you think? Are you happy? So then you have to rely on your own. Um, yeah. Your yeah. own. What's the word? Judgment. Uh, yeah. Your own judgment, which is good because then you're not relying on anyone, even that it makes you more prepared in life. It makes you more independent. Again, it's that independence because then even when I'm making decisions, I, I can look to myself and be like, okay, what do I think about this? Because there is a danger of always looking to someone and being like, okay, what do you think? What do you think? Do I, should I do this? Should I do that? 
and you don't want to be codependent or having to rely on other people like so so you know there is always that flip side um of it which is good as well because then even though you can want like okay can you like give me and some affirmation that this is right but you only have yourself to rely on I think that's that's good for me I like that um and it makes me feel more assured, like reassured in my decision making. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think like mom and dad are very much like you're grown. You should be able, like we've kind of like we've equipped you. I think that's how dad would say it. We've equipped you to be able to, you know, decide for yourself what what you need in your life. And it's your mm-hmm. life, essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have that because I've seen with other people and with friends like the flip side of that where they're told what to do and it's like mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. that's that's not great they're told what to do what to think you know it's almost like they're themselves just get squashed they're just silenced mm-hmm. you know so yeah no I do appreciate that <laughs> yeah that's yeah I've never thought about that like you just don't get to express who you are because you you're not really forced to to make those those decisions but yeah. I would say like I absolutely love the fact that yeah, when I think about it, they've never told me what to think. Never told mm. me what to think. Maybe that's why mm. I've been so in out. I'm in such outrage. Um, <laughs> if anyone, you know, tries to tell, does tell me that, or you know, um, yeah, like even growing up, if someone was telling me what to think, I'd just be like, I'd have to believe it myself. You know, I can't just take on mm. some some belief that someone just put on me. And I yeah. think we had, to, we had to find things ourselves. We we found our belief in God by ourselves. Like, yes, our mum and dad took mm. us to church, but and there was a time where it's like, yeah, you should go to church. But that was more mum, I think, at one point. Yeah. Um, even then, it was kind of like she just wanted us to get into the into like a good habit. It's kind of just like just get into this good habit now. At least don't lay, don't don't be slipping up now. But it's yeah. more of those things where. Um, it's like yeah it was not forced and there was times when we went to church I think I remember when when there was a time when we moved to Luton and then we started everyone started going to Sacred Heart I think there was some time when some was it you or someone wasn't coming to church it was me I stopped going the mom was like why are you not going yeah and I was just like I don't even remember what my answer was but at that time I was just I was questioning a lot of things I remember I'd had my confirmation how old were you I was in I was in college I was like 16 like 15 and I just was like is God real I don't know like I was do you know what what stumped me was like ever since I had confirmation I didn't know I was going to church because I I think other people I don't know if people take confirmation seriously but I I legit did because you go through the whole like preparation for this is Catholic confirmation yeah catholic confirmation so it's you deciding for yourself because obviously when you're younger your parents are the ones that do it on your behalf and they baptize you so the confirmation is you saying that i believe in god and jesus and the holy spirit and so i legit was like but do i though like and i remember like i can't remember who it was it was like an auntie mom's friend or something saying that oh you go to church every week that's good and i remember thinking in my head yeah but i just go just to go so that doesn't yeah. actually count mm. and so that's when i started to question and things like that and then i just stopped going because i was just like Catholic church is boring anyway like I don't understand any of it like none, none of it is connecting to me mm. um so yeah that was my kind of period but mom was just like oh why are you not going you should go kind of thing but she didn't say or oh, you must go and there was no there was none of that um which I appreciate now in hindsight at the time I was just going through the motions wasn't it but mm. <laughs> mm. but yeah 
but obviously um, yeah like just to put it in so obviously that was one way of like one experience of the catholic church like obviously there's different ways and different experiences of catholic church so like we yeah. just were going through like the it was like it was like the mass as as um and we you just we didn't really feel like we're part of the community it was one of those ones where you can kind of go to church and then like leave um but it's obviously okay. there's different ways yeah there's different ways that catholic churches are can can like worship or can't gather together yeah I just feel that because um i met like a friend who is catholic and then i just i didn't really see that side of being catholic um mm. until mm. i saw it and i just thought like yeah there's different ways but to be fair to be fair um i've even myself i i came to appreciate how the, what the how the catholic church even as we went to it how they did their thing finally yeah. enough um after leaving the catholic church and then going yeah same in hindsight <laughs> yeah and then kind of realizing that it is it well to me i know the same for you as well like it is even though sometimes catholic church isn't put in i don't i think my friend doesn't even ca- class it as well so it's not put in the same category as christian i always used to just be like yeah it's catholic christian but it's it's actually you know different they say but for me oh, really it's just, I yeah like it's different it is different even on sometimes when you see on like lists but i'm like it's the same holy spirit it's the same christ um the creed is basically the prayer of you know of salvation is it not like you're declaring what you believe but um yeah so i was gonna say like i've even lost my trail of thought now i was gonna say that Catholic church is different and you were saying that um you you experience catholic uh, Catholicism in a different way in a different way yeah. but then going back to the fact that you were obviously young and then mum was taking us to church but then you were able to uh, obviously your, your doubt and everything and your own like journey or in a journey was like hey, I don't want to go to church anymore but you didn't you were able to just not do that you know it was not come to church and it wasn't like yeah I had that freedom like, yeah you had the freedom so mm. that's the thing I definitely a hundred percent um would want to bring into my own family and I definitely know that I will for that one I know because I think like I said it's really it's nice when you have those positive mm. those positive um those positive beliefs I guess or cultures yeah and I yeah, think definitely it's easy and it's in line with who I am even as a per- by nature I think is I like to think I like to question things and I like to give people that privacy I also I was thinking with my with my children yeah and even the partner that I'm with, even if we believe the same thing, even if we're both like, oh, we're both Christian, I think there should be a, a space there for for questioning things. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm. We're talking about it and being open and transparency. And to be fair, everything that we just said about what we love, taking from home, I feel like that's why we're even able to have this podcast. I feel like if we did it, do you know what True. I mean? Like, yeah. we, we like have a space we can talk about these things and explore. Like, that's literally where we're mm. here. And we've taken yeah. it from our family of origin. That's true. And and the thing is, it's so, I think it's something that's really valuable because I feel like if we didn't have that and we were told how to be, how to think, what to do, what to do as a career, all these kind of things, your authentic self doesn't come out. You're not, ex- you, you don't express yourself. You almost are expressing someone else, a version of, mm. like a version that is not you. And I feel like that's not authentic to being like to living on earth to being mm-hmm. purposeful and the things that you have inside you to create and all that kind of thing so I feel like your being your person gets squashed like you don't really express yourself yourself mm-hmm. you, you don't you don't form and become yourself who you truly are mm-hmm. if you don't have that space to um create your own like beliefs and ideas about things etc yeah and to basically be 
right. yeah just to be <laughs> yourself like yeah that is actually really valuable and I think it's something that we you value more as you get older as well because yeah. when you're younger you don't know any better but as you get older you're like yeah like wow thank you, mom. <laughs> thank you. I think yeah definitely um that's such a gift actually because then you're able to create with yourself it's not to say that if you're brought up you know in a different environment you can't do the same thing but it's just you know when some certain things are just easier because yeah. that's how you've been brought up so if I've been brought yeah. up to like meditate every day since I was like in nappies I don't mm-hmm. I'd probably find it easier to do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not yeah. to say that I can't cultivate that now you know? yeah no but, yeah. yeah that's true that's basically it but um well I was gonna say I think that I w- it was kind of I've put down what I um we've had the conversation obviously like weaved back and forth but yeah. what's your thing that you might um I think the what you wouldn't want to take and maybe what you would um oh, I feel like I they're kind of the same be. things but um yeah. because I would I would have if you'd asked me in the beginning I would have said yeah the whole thing about the communication and just being open and having more um open communication between everyone um because I think that that's something that I've struggled with in myself like when I'm coming to certain situations it's like just having that extra communication with someone it's like why because I find myself struggling I'm like why am I struggling like why why is it so hard to just talk about this thing like what is the reason and then you like go back you look at the the root of it and why it's hard to communicate it's just like it's just not what it wasn't spoken about in the family it's just like those taboo things you know and it's just like but why like what's the reason (laughs) so yeah so it's things like that that I would communication is definitely one of them I'm someone who would have like um uh, a family where like you can talk about anything I would just like to be close to my kids and my partner in that way um and to do things together because I sometimes I feel like in traditional families because mom and dad are quite, I would say they're quite traditional yeah it can be a case where like dad is sorting out all the bills and stuff like that mom only sorts out a couple she doesn't know the whole bigger picture where I'm like no I feel like everyone should know what's going on it should be more of like a partnership okay. than there's something to be said about traditional roles I'm not someone who's like oh yeah feminist you know 50 50 no like this I I'm someone who's quite traditional actually but um I just I want the flexibility you know I want to that kind of ease where it can be I take on more of the way of financial care or whatever I can go back and forth there's no I don't want rigid roles or anything like that um yeah um and the things that I do value like we've spoken about is that having that privacy being able to just be who I am and to be accepted the way I am and what else I don't know I can't think now but uh I think that's that's probably the top one though is there anything so when I when I think about it it's, it's made me who I am today yeah like being able to even from young like even when I had that whole transition of like not going to church and stuff like that it, it helped me decide like even when going to uni like how my uni experience was going to be like nobody told me what career to have they asked me like okay what do you want to do do you know what I mean it was always it was always my own decision so even now even when you think about the decisions you made in life you can't be like oh this person told me to do this mom told me to do that like it's literally like I was the one that made that decision <laughs> so it helps you be like a full-rounded adult because you take responsibility for your own decisions yeah because you know you made them in the first place so yeah yeah and I think that there's that there's no there's been no pressure as well to conform to roles I think Mm, like to mm. conform to um like expectations I feel like 
<clears throat> for better or worse, like, but for better, for worse, definitely. <laughs> for like, better. Mom, 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 for mom, mom and dad have never been like, oh yeah, like so, like when are you actually gonna? When are you actually gonna get? You know, bring up, bring someone home. Like when are you gonna have kids? Yeah, I was gonna bring that up as well. <laughs> like they never. That's why I said for better, for worse, but I was like for better. For no, better. it's definitely for better. Um, um, but there's no. It's not like. Yeah, there's never been that to the point where I have to question them, and I've been like, I had to question, ask Dad, or like, don't you think it's weird that like, you know, settled down by now? Like, did you actually ask him that? Yeah. What did he say? I think it was just like, you know, his dad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What's it called again? That says it all, guys. That's just what he's like. It's um, funny because even like my friends who my my other African friends they'll be like oh so don't you have these pressure I'm like no man we don't have traditional like we don't have the typical don't want to generalize but we don't have the typical African parents that are like okay where is your your husband now that you've come out of uni you know because <laughs> yeah, when I'm around like when I'm around other African friends they're like they all have that similar experience and I'm just like nope. Never There's really that. absolutely no pressure. I mean, I mean, I've had to ask Mark. No, I don't, I don't think I've had to, but I've just been curious. It gets to a point where, if you obviously you're not hearing it, you're a bit curious <laughs> as to what they actually think. So. Yeah. Because there's different types of parents. I mean, there's some who be like, say, um, there might someone who might just declare it openly, like, I accept you, th- like, I accept you the way you are. You don't have to. Have they might tell you all of that, but I think with mom and dad, it's kind of just like, yeah, as it goes on, silence. Whatever you, whatever you bring. <laughs> But then they do what, like, mom does want grandkids and stuff like that. But it's not like a desperate, it's not a thing where she would, she doesn't put her, that desire to be on our lives. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because sometimes, even when you're saying that she wants grandkids, I'm like, does she? She just kind yeah, of like, does. mom's more like, if you have them, have them when I can yeah. still play with them. She doesn't I, even say that yeah. I, I want grandkids. You know, she doesn't use that, like, yeah. she doesn't enforce her desires, like you said, yeah, onto us. Definitely. It's very much like, oh, if you are going to, have it when when I can at least play with them and I still have the energy. That's literally her only thing she's ever said yeah. about kids. And I think that she more is like, she, 100% I know this for sure, in terms of getting a partner and settling down, she wants us to, like to be, um, have our, you know, have our independence. She does, she does, just definitely, definitely wants you to be in a good place for you mm. um, to even be there. She'd rather that you have that and you're secure and everything rather than you be married and follow those traditional rules and I think that's based on her experience in life and yeah so, yeah true but she but, but before that she wouldn't have wanted you to follow you know to go through and, and and get married and all that like I think she's always thinking like what like you know what is it what how's it going to benefit you as an individual really yeah. by doing these things yeah. um yeah mom's funny though sometimes she'll yeah. just be like yeah don't even get married just you know <laughs> she just <laughs> yeah i feel like she's not a believer in it i think she's the thing is is that she she's like, like it's just a paper what? it's just you know it's just she's just like funny. like she said once to you i think she said that she's like a rebel in her own quiet way because like she is traditional because she's been brought up that way and she's got those things so it's like softwares as i say but yeah. i feel like innately even then because sometimes she says about thoughts that she used to think when she was younger it's like you know she didn't she said she'd look around and like see like you know other girls around like getting pregnant like around the you know mm. like African village life and she's like I don't want to be I don't do I don't want to do that like I want yeah. to yeah. go somewhere else and I feel like obviously like our maybe that was nature in her mm. and that nature do you know what I mean it's kind of like what is um has been passed down not a nature but it's like a, a way of thinking has yeah. obviously shaped how she 
how she is with us and what she finds is important. So she doesn't find yeah. it important for you to get married because it was never something that she found important for herself. It was not like a desire that she had. She yeah, was exactly. wanted to like do better for herself as in not because marriage is not better, but she wanted to have that that independence and freedom. Yeah. I think that's and what she wants for us. Yeah, I do agree with that. And it's interesting because, like, when you look at mum and dad, like, even individually, and you see, like, the environments they came from, they're Mm. kind of, like, the people in their family that, like, thought differently. And that's Mm. why, like, we're where we are today. Like, we're all the way across the world. And we have a part, like, you know, um, we have more opportunities than we would if we were back there and stuff like that. But it's just interesting to see, like, we're the result of them, those two people coming together. Yeah. And like, ooh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, essentially, I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that as you. I meant that like as ooh, like magic fingers. But no, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, but as in like, we're the result of that, and even even that's the result of our cult, like our family culture, the way we are. You know, mm-hmm. even though, like you said, mum and dad are both they come from um, traditional families, but they're the people in their families that question those traditions and. Um, you know, didn't just oh, that's true. Transfer that those traditions and cultures onto their because, family, but they created yeah. something that was actually new. Yeah, or when the, you look at how our family is compared to the families they came from. Yeah, I think there was there was the wanting something different. Like even though dad can be quite traditional as well, but mm. even when he talks about like how he was talking about how like when it was tradition when he in his family like the the parents would bring someone like a wife for him to marry but he didn't he didn't want that <laughs> <laughs> he's not for so he, it he was quite traditional <laughs> yes like i said yeah the individual desires for something else obviously is what is what is like we're the result of that obviously so of course yeah. there's an outside of the box kind of mentality even mm. in that. yeah yeah, yeah. So, so it's yeah. nice, like looking at like ancestry and where we came from. It's like even in ourselves, we still have those like traditional traits, you know, and things like that. But at the end of it, that's like that's where our freedom has come from, and where we have that freedom to create for ourselves. But it's nice knowing that we have that freedom because even the way I think and the way like I go about the world, I don't have those like prejudices that other people have or like, we're very open. We've been, like you said, we weren't taught what to think about race or about, I don't know, careers or anything. It's just like, you just be your best version almost. Mm -hmm. So yeah. 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 A good one. That was a nice one actually. Mm -hmm. Made me feel like warm inside. Because it's only when you like talk about these things that you're like, oh, that's actually no, like it's actually valuable, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think in midway talking, I was like, I feel like I should go and say thank you to mom. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, that's true. But anyway, these conversations. Yeah, it was a good one. So yeah, that was our conversation about family of origin and how we were brought up. But we hope you enjoyed it, guys. And again, thank you for joining us in our conversation. And we'll see you next time for another one. Bye.